I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shouts. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. Unfortunately, we had to reschedule for a skill trivia. It was supposed to be last week. We will keep you updated as to when we are rescheduling it. We did not sell enough tickets. So if you know anyone who loves First Kill and you really want us to have it, Make sure you get your tickets so we know there's enough people to do it. And speaking of getting tickets, we do have our next trivia night coming up. It's for a little show some of you may have heard of. It's called A League of Their Own. It's going to be happening on November 17th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's a Thursday again. So I would start maybe get those rewatches in because we know, we know. We know how you all feel about this show, okay? So we are going to be expecting some intense trivia that night. And we're already excited. As a reminder, in season six, we are releasing Patreon bonus episodes. You can get those at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We have three bonus episodes out right now. We have been seeing so many new people in our Patreon. We love to see it. You can also join our Patreon-only Discord chat. It's going to be a great year for our Patreon this year. So you can join at bit.ly slash lespatreon. In the Greater Les Universe, a couple things. First of all, the um, Out 100 list came out. And we just want to maybe you know brush our brush our own little shoulders off um and say that we've had some some friends of the pod featured on that list and so you know we just want to call out some of the people that we know and love who were featured like for example 
Jess Darrow, Vico Ortiz, and of course, our fave and yours, Jasmine Savoy Brown. So happy. Also about to take that out 100 list and go down it and see if we can get some more people on the show. Yes. So super exciting. Really excited for Jess, Vico, and Jasmine. They are all so talented, very much deserve to be on that list, and we're really, really happy for them. And also, they're the best people, and you should support all of them. Yes. And how nice of them to make a guest outreach list for us. Like, really convenient. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. Thanks, that 100. We also have to address what we have all been living through this week, because I know many of you may or may not be Taylor Swift fans, you know? Gaylor fans. Midnights came. We might have some Gaylers listening in. (laughs) Listen, my TikTok has been nonstop Gaylor talk for the last week. So I just I just want to take a moment to say, listen, is Midnight's possibly Taylor Swift's gayest album ever? It sure might be. It sure might be. Like, I don't know a lot of dudes with maroon lips. That's all I'm saying. So my <coughs> my personal request is just, you know, listen, if you have deep dive Gaylor theories, if you have charts, if you have PowerPoints, yeah, hit us up with those. I love it. We I love, love it. Send them our way. I'm just I it's such crack. I love it. <laughs> Lee loves Gaylor Crack. I do. I really do. Like, I wish I didn't go so hard into it um, because I am so not the person who can, like, come up with any of the theories or who, like, has enough of the the backstory to do any of that. But the people who do, I'm just like, you beautiful geniuses. I love it. Beautiful geniuses. I'm so here for it. Also, speaking of beautiful geniuses, Dove Cameron. <laughs> wow. Lover. What a segue. Lover. A plus. Dove Cameron has recently come out to say that Maddie from Live and Maddie was definitely gay. So I love that all of these actors just love to come out and validate us and our should have been gays in general. We have not done a Live and Maddie should have been gay, but like Dove Cameron, if you want to come on and talk to us about why Maddie from Live and Maddie should have been gay, we're here for you. We're here. We're always We're here. waiting. Yeah. We've been waiting. And we'll our stay people, waiting. Yeah. Our people will get in touch with you. Yeah. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 93rd installment of Should've Been Gay. Oh, 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 it was fun, it was great, but it should've been a little more gay. And in this week's episode, it should've coppered a melica mystica, it should've coppered a melica mystica. <laughs> How, <Sisters>! many times? <laughs> How many times do we have to say it, though? So many. Way too many times. So many. Book! <laughs> I feel like that, like, I just lost my voice from doing that. I should never do that again. <laughs> so excited to be talking about Hocus Pocus 2 today. And very excited because we have a very special guest. Mia Amani Jones is here with us. Hi, Mia. Hi, guys. How are you? Hello. Great. So excited that you're here. For all of our listeners, Mia is a newly out lesbian, one of the stars of F-Boy Island season two, and is choosing to live her best gay life. And that includes being on Let's Hang Out. So we're here. Obviously. <laughs> you guys got to be my first my first interview. Oh, my God. Amazing. I'm so happy. I jumped on this so hard. The second I saw this reel that you made that was like, I'm gay. I was like, come on the show. <laughs> Please. I just that mean we get the ex- it's exclusive. Yeah, exclusive. we got exclusive. Let's Hang Out exclusive, exclusive right here. Yeah. OK, it's happening. Yeah. Like literally the first people that I'm talking to about coming out like everything like what happened on the show how did I figure this out like you guys are the first two people to hear all about it so this is fun this is incredible so I mean let's talk about it tell us what happened how did you come to this realization so my gay awakening I mean 
my gay awakening was like fantastic. Okay. So in the back of my head, I always knew I liked women, but I was like the head cheerleader and I was the girl that dated the football player. And, you know, it was like, don't do it. Don't do it. But I'm, I'm, I see it. I like it. I like what I'm seeing. Um, and I always claimed myself to be bisexual. I was always on the spectrum. My parents always knew that I like girls and guys. They didn't know who I was going to bring home at one point. They're like, ah, I don't know if she's going to bring home a girl. I don't know if she's going to bring home a guy. We're just going to be like, hey, they're people. But after I did the show, I sat there for a bit and I, I took some time for myself. And I was like, no, I really don't like men. I said, I was just, I put myself in a situation with all these different ranges of guys. And I was just like, oh my God. I was like, I don't, I'm gonna have to fake it because I really, I can't do this. Wait, so I have a question for you. Like, do you think it was because you were on F Boy Island or like just because of men? I think it was, it was more of a social experiment for me. I really didn't think I was going to get on the show. I went to Mexico thinking, you know, oh, I'm, I'm like a backup because that's what I was basically, I wasn't told, but I kind of knew um, that I was just a backup just in case somebody got sick. And then they came in and they did interviews in our room and they were like, okay, well, we want you on the show. And I was just like, oh, shit. I was like, okay. I was like, there goes my free vacation to Mexico, but whatever. Oh I was like, all God. right, just, let's do it. Let's, let's have some fun. And all the guys came out and I was just like. <laughs> also, I'm like, we're, we're on a podcast. So like nobody can tell what you're doing. But anyone in the audience, this is a lesbian face that Mia is making when men come in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. It's bad. I feel like, you know, you know, when you have those things where people are like, oh, there's like that one guy who just like constantly dates girls and then they come out as gay is like, I feel like it's surprising to me that more F-Boy Island contestants wouldn't have come out as gay. (laughs) (laughs) You'd think if anything was going to turn you off a man like it's right there. We have Lukash. Lukash came out as bisexual on the show. Which was great. And I wanted to be like, I wanted to stand up and be like, me too, dude, me too. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do that. Let me just, let me sit here with these two guys. Like, la-da-da. Um, but no, both of my picks were pretty awesome. I ended up after the show, a couple like weeks after, I dated Danny, not Peter. If anybody knows the show. I dated Danny, not Peter. And I really was just like, no, dude, I really can't have sex with you. Like, I, <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, like, my God. I was like, I found more pleasure with you doing other stuff than actually trying to stick your hoo-ha in me. And I'm just like, whoa, I just don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> like, I Sorry, just, but I'm calling, that calling the first the time. Yeah, we've had yeah. the word hoo-ha used in that, in that way on this show. <laughs> like, Whoa. I also I I feel like while sorry while you're talking Ellie about things that that listeners can't see right now but that I feel like they should know about I think when you're like you just came out you're like I'm gonna live my my best gay life I feel like the fact that you are wearing a shirt that is made of like five flannel shirts is (laughs) is like really peak peak gay shit and I love it so much with my glasses on and my green hoodie that matches my hoochie daddy shorts that I have on here. Like, I mean, this 
and I had converses on earlier and I was like oh my gosh (laughs) I was like whoa I've changed (laughs) just we love it we love to see it it's good it's good that's it. I just want everyone to know because yes. if you can't see it, it's great. And we're going to get to see it this whole episode. So Also, that's all. for the Hocus Pocus 2 should have been gay, a pillow that says witch, please, right in between yes. your legs. Incredible. It's protecting me just in case you guys, you know, something comes out. Who knows that? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, I feel like now people know that I'm a lesbian. So it's like, hey, look, but before... Oh my gosh, sorry. Before I had to like try my hardest, like I would wear my phone case was rainbow. I had a rainbow bracelet. I was like, somebody, women talk to me. Like, I swear I don't like men. (laughs) Somebody help me. (laughs) I love that because I also feel like that's sort of what you're doing on social media right now. And I'm here for it of like, hey, everyone, I need you to know that this is me. Please recognize me, which like we all understand. Well, especially I'm like, I think I might understand a little differently than Lee. Love you, Lee. But like as a fem, more femme presenting queer person. Yeah. What, are you, like, what are you talking about, Ellie? What are you, yeah, I'm like, Lee, everyone at? knows you're a lesbian and I love it. It's good. But <laughs> but like I understand that where you're like, I'm waving this flag. Like, please, please recognize me. Yeah. And I have a friend. Her name is Alyssa. Um, she we competed in pageants together and she came out, I think, almost a year ago. And we were both like, Oh, thank God. I knew you were gay. I just didn't want to say anything. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, like uh, he could have said something. Hey, like, what's up? <laughs> Amazing. We talk about, yeah, we talk about that a lot on the show. We call it gay magnetism where like you are connected with someone before you've come out and you're like, there's a reason we're drawn to each other. We can't figure it out. And then you both come out and you're like, that's why. That was the reason. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Duh. No, honestly. And it's just, it's crazy because none of my friends, they were like, you were always with guys. Like, and then we realized that none of your relationships were working. And then I got into my first like real relationship with a girl and she broke my heart. And I was in bed for three, four, five, six, seven days. And I was crying my eyes out. And they're like, we have never seen you act like this over a man ever. They were like, look, you're gay. We get it. You're a lesbian. Just come out. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to come out. And they're like, after the show premieres, because then it's going to confuse people. <laughs> and I was like, okay, wait. So this was, you had this realization like right after FY Island. So how long ago have you had this re- realization? Because you have to wait to talk about things, right? You have to wait to talk about things. So we filmed FY Island. January, the beginning of January, February, March of this year. I dated this girl prior to me going on the show. And then she broke my heart. And I was like, I'm going on the show. Fuck it. (laughs) Who cares? And I was like, I'm just going to do the show. You know, then there was this whole, okay, I made it look like, you know, I like men a little too much. So I can't just take the whole hundred thousand dollars from from the show. I was like, and I would feel bad. So I was like, fine, I will, I will say I'm choosing this person and we will just go with the flow. But everybody knew already that I was bisexual. So it didn't seem weird. And then after I, I waited, I dated Danny for a month and I was like, yeah, I can't do this. I waited. I waited. The show premiered in July, waited, waited. I was like, all right, I got to do it before Halloween because this is, I can't, 
I can't go. I can't go out like this. I said, by the end of the year, I'm coming out to everybody. And hey, girls in Wonderland, they were like, hey, we see that you have a pride flag in your bio. Are you gay? I said, oh, thank God. Can I come out at Girls in Wonderland? They were like, yeah, we'll have a whole pool party for you. Great. Amazing. Wait, so you had a coming out party at Girls in Wonderland? Coming out party at Girls in Wonderland. It was fantastic. I met, you know, all the girls from Tampa Bay's. Rachel Maverick from TikTok. Like, I I feel like I've been in this, you know, this crew, this clan forever. And I'm just like, oh, this is so much fun. This is where I need to be. <laughs> okay. Okay. But wait, Mia, because I know, I know we just said that like your new mantra is like living your best gay life. And like, that's great. And we're here for it. And we all, we want that for everyone. But as you're saying like, oh, I couldn't just take the 100,000 and run. There's another mantra that I think you really need to like just start, you know, living into. Um, and it is be gay, do crimes. And <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just going to invite you to like make that your truth. You know, like take the money and run next time. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Um, so I have asked HBO. I was like, dude, can I get my like own show? They're like, what? I said, listen, my life is so entertaining. I have like four exes at Girls in Wonderland this weekend. And I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> like, hey, guys. Like, don't look at me. I mean, I don't see why not. Like, you're, you're positioned perfectly to be the, like, first lesbian bachelorette. Like, that would be perfect. I'm like, hey, yes. ABC. Like, my contract with HBO is up in, like, who knows, like, three months. I'm here for it. I'm here you, for it. Let's you do heard it. it here first. We'll make it happen. <laughs> the exclusive. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. I know we need to talk about Hocus Pocus, too, but <laughs> I'm just so invested in this. Um, <laughs> do you think that F Girl Island is going to be queer or no? You can't say. Do you know and you can't say or you just have no clue? I don't know, but here's my thing. HBO used to do before it merged with Discovery Plus um, 12 Dates of Christmas where they had a gay guy, a straight guy, and a lesbian woman. How I can see F-Girl Island running is them having one lesbian and two guys if they're going to do it that way. Or, you know, that's how I can see it happening if they were going to make it gay, which would be fantastic because I will definitely come back. (coughs) HBO, you hear me here. (laughs) Um, I mean, I will definitely be, I will be the first to be like, Hey, I got you, but I can see it happening like that. Or I can see me doing like something like 12 dates of Christmas. I would be here for that. I love 12, 12 dates of Christmas. Amanda. I mean, never mind. I mean, nothing, (laughs) nothing, nothing. Nothing Cut it, cut it. We'll cut it out. (laughs) It never happened. What? No, it's fine. Keep it. Maybe she'll hear. (laughs) Yeah. You never know. You never know. Is there anything else, Lee? That we, I mean, I'm just so happy for you, Mia. Like, literally, when I saw that video, I was like, yes, Mia is one of us. I should have known it from watching the show because I thought you were awesome on it. And I'm like, clearly, girl's gay. Incredible. The girl, I am gay. Like, I am a gay. man. I feel so much better. Doesn't it? I'm, yeah, it does. I'm really just, like, it loving just that, like, newly out energy coming off of you. Like, it's always so exciting when someone's, like, really owning it. I'm telling you, I have the best family in the world. Like you would think that, you know, since I've been dating all these different guys my whole entire life, my family, they don't care. There's multiple of us in um, in my bloodline is what I would say um, that 
are gay. I mean, I think there's like six or seven cousins and I think five out of seven of us are gay. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, it makes sense. <laughs> Amazing. Hey. It runs in the family. All right. So segue us back. Yeah, let me try to segue us back. <laughs> All right. So as much as I really do want to talk about your coming out process and your journey, like for 10 hours and honestly at some point maybe we can but today <laughs> we are we are going to continue this this conversation later and head into our should have been gay on hocus pocus 2 so are you ready are we all ready for this i'm so ready all right let's do it so lee will you kick us off with our imdb synopsis for hocus pocus 2? you know i would love to to kick us off with an imdb synopsis so for anyone who hasn't yet watched hocus pocus 2 The IMDb synopsis is as follows. Two young women accidentally bring back the Sanderson sisters to modern day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child hungry witches from wreaking havoc on the world. That's not bad. As far as IMDb synopses go, honestly, not bad. We've had worse. It makes sense. Yeah. But I feel like we can make it gayer. So, Mia, are you ready? Do you have a gay synopsis for Hocus Pocus 2? I feel like there is a love triangle between, you know, um, what is her name? Why am I blanking on everybody's name right now? Becca. Okay, that's the one in the green. That's the witch. Yeah. And her friend who suddenly got a boyfriend all of a sudden, where I feel like these two girls mm-hmm. have dated before. Mm-hmm. And now that she has a boyfriend, Becca's jealous. And this is where our story begins. Lee very and I nice, are just aggressively nice. head nodding for the yes. entire Oh, yes. Synopsis. Like, so aggressively. This is where the story begins. Becca is upset. You know, she. Put, I feel like she put a hoax on her friend. And then this whole shit went to haywire. Amazing. Save, save the theory, though. Ellie, hit me with your gay synopsis. All right. My gay synopsis is just like a general feeling about Hocus Pocus 2, which is this. Queer icons, the Sanderson sisters, are back 29 years later, and you still haven't made anyone gay, you cowards. <laughs> Agree to disagree. I think they did, but. All right. There were some drag queens. I'll give them that at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went a similar direction as you, Mia, in my gay synopsis. My gay synopsis for Hocus Pocus 2, I said, teen thruple, Becca, Izzy, and Cassie find their way back to love. Thanks to the power of the Sanderson sisters. Sanderson sisters bringing lesbians together since what's 1993. <laughs> Thank you for that math. Thank You're you welcome. Math. Um, but yes, I mean, I, that's also the story, the actual story that I saw. It's clearly a love, a love story between Becca, Izzy and yeah. Cassie. Like for sure. Mike is irrelevant. And there's no way. Like, I was sitting there and I was watching them and I was just like, why are you so mad? <laughs> it was just giving me, she was giving me gay vibes. Like, when you know you like a girl and then she ends up dating somebody else and you're just sitting there and you're like, ew. She, no, y- you are correct because she was, like, insanely pissed. And we also, like, find out later that, like, basically Cassie was like, I've been inviting you to things constantly. like. From the beginning of the of the movie, she's like, Cassie left us. And she's like, no, I literally told you to come places. And you were like, no, I don't want to be anywhere near your boyfriend. Like, that's ex-behavior. That's not friend behavior. 
that is very much so X behavior. See, the Gemini in me would go to wreak havoc, but <laughs> it's definitely X behavior and it's hilarious. But I'm telling you, I would have went and then I would have made, you know, a shit show in the situation and then I would have been fine. What do we <laughs> what do we think? Okay, so we think right, Becca's in love with Cassie, right? What do we feel Izzy's situation is within this friendship? Thruple, Ellie. Thruple. They all love each other. Everybody's mad that Cassie wants to go and hang out with this boy when, hello, honey, did you not get the L and the LGBTQ? You weren't (laughs) supposed to be the B. (laughs) We were were the first couple. Listen, Cassie can be bi. I don't care. It's just... (laughs) <laughs> it's just that they clearly were in a relationship and then she was like, I'm dating this guy now. And like, no, you were dating these two girls and then you blew them off. Also, what do we think? They they talk a lot about like their birthday traditions. What do we think they were doing at those birthday parties? Charging their crystals. <laughs> Where? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who asked, who said that? Who came in here and said that? Rude. Um, Charging their crystals in the woods? Sure. Yeah. My mom would never. She'd be like, you're going where? With who? In the woods? Yeah, no. Okay, but wait, wait, wait. Because I, I want to... I want to back us up a little bit, Ellie. Before we, before we really dig into our theories and our ideas and our reimaginings... I want to hear Mia because we we usually we always start with a little bit of like what was our experience with the movie and like granted this movie came out like what uh, and week ago I mean it <laughs> there's not <laughs> there's not a lot of time so what I'd like to know is can you tell us and our listeners a little bit about what was your experience with like both of the Hocus Pocus movies like give us the backstory here. So my backstory with Hocus Pocus is that I feel like in the back of my head, you know, I'm a witch, but I'm not. Um, or you are. Uh, but Hocus Pocus has always been one of my favorite like Halloween movies ever because Halloween is my favorite holiday. I will dress up every day of the week. And wait, you said you went as the Sanderson sisters. So which sister were you? So I went as Winnie. Amazing. Yeah, so, and then everybody else was, I was the, the head girl in charge. <laughs> I love how you don't even remember the other one's names. Like, that's a very Winnie thing to do. You're like, so I was Winnie and no one else mattered. <laughs> Winnie and sisters. People are like, do you even watch movies? And I was like, look, I do. And then I bartend. Like, I wake up at 12. I watched it. I went back to sleep. I woke up again. And then I had to go to work. I don't remember what happened all the time. And then I rewatched it before I got on this podcast. So please forgive me. <laughs> That's okay. So for Hocus Perfect. Pocus 2, you literally watched it in the middle of the night. Did you watch the second that it came out? Like, were you like, this is, I need to watch it immediately? Or? Absolutely. At 3 a.m., they had it playing at the bar. We logged into Disney Plus. Everybody was watching it. It was just like the... We're like, you guys, like, we have to send our customers home. They're like, so we sent them home at four and we're just still up there, just not cleaning, not checking out. Nobody was saying anything. Like, we were just, it was on, it was blasting through the speakers. It was a great time. Nice. Uh, What are your thoughts? Hocus Pocus 1 versus Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus 1 will always be a classic. Hocus Pocus 2, I feel like 
they could have done a little bit more. I wanted like a three hour movie, sadly, but um, I think they did a good job just trying to keep the same, you know, energy that Hocus Pocus one had. And I will, I, this will be a movie my kids will watch. So, yeah. How about you, Lee? What was your experience? I did not watch it the second it came out, but, um, you know, I knew we had to do uh, an episode on it, obviously. And I agree. I mean, it's like, it's fun. It's nostalgic, right? Like, it's fun to watch it. And you're like, it's it's fun to watch the the Sanderson sisters. Like, it's fun to watch them get to go back to those characters. But it's also a little weird because like they have been a thing for like 30 years. And so it almost feels like they're acting as like caricatures of characters that they played a long time ago. And so it's like, I don't know, it was, there was a little bit more of like, you had to buy into the like mentality of it, you know? Whereas like, I feel like when you watch the first one, it feels like you're just like, oh, here is a movie. And this time it feels like you're watching a movie that like knows the first one was a movie, you know? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? That, that's the only thing I can say about it. I mean, otherwise, like, it's, yeah, it was fun. It's great. I mean, they're all, they're all great. It's, it's not like I have super high expectations of like what the script or plot need to be, you know? Like, it's just, that's not why you're watching this movie. You're watching it because it's going to be fun and it was fun. So, yeah. Agreed. For me, Hocus Pocus is the same. Like, the first one. That shit just slaps. Like, yeah, every part of it. There's not a bad part of the first movie. You're just like, that part's hilarious. This part's hilarious. And then watching the second one, I feel like I agree with you, Lee. But like, I just from the beginning was like, I'm strapping in knowing this is like, oh, yeah, this is you have to. This is just like, I don't know. It's like fan service. The entire film is just like. Oh, the Sanderson sisters are back and they're going to do the same shit, but like still hilarious. Like I thought that the three of them were flawless. They were. Like in Hocus Pocus 2, I was like, they were even better than the first one. Like they, Sarah Jessica Parker was cracking me up. I thought she did like, I don't know, like each one of them always brings their own stuff to it. But like they were good. The chemistry was still there. Yeah. My thing is when she got on the and started flying in the air i was dying i was like oh my gosh duh like that's still a broom like that it makes sense like i feel like everything made sense to the time that we're in now but it's like did we want it in this time now or did we want it back to like 1993 you know like it's like what did we want do we want i'm glad we got more of like the backstory for from them like what happened before you know they were the sanderson sisters that we all know and love but it's like now I want like where are they at now? Like what are we doing, y'all? Uh, it looks like we have Focus Focus Three, but yeah, yeah. I don't know how that will happen. I also do feel like um, I wish, and l- we'll be talking a lot about this because this is, I think, the central theme of the gayness of this film. I wish they actually had given Becca, Izzy, and Cassie more. It was like because we all love the Sanderson sisters, they were like, we're gonna make the Sanders and sisters like the biggest part of it, but like to the detriment of like any other plot where it was just like, okay, I love the Sanders and sisters and I'm laughing, but like I wanted to know more about like Becca and her powers. Like, has this been something that like her family has been talking to her about, like in a weird way, like, like a mix between Halloween town and Hocus Pocus 2, where she's like, 
her mom didn't want her to be a witch, but then she just becomes a witch. I don't know. Like, I feel like there'd be some there's some stuff to explore there. Yeah, I was like, how did this girl just some all of a sudden just started shooting things out of her hand on her 16th birthday? Like, we should have like met her parents and like, okay, well, you're a part of this tribe and we or this clan and we went somewhere in Salem. And now, you know, we've been here like a little backstory would have been nice. Now I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right, so anybody can become a witch. Like, what do I need to do? I I have a theory about anybody, but sure. Sure. What yeah. only queer people is what you're saying. Well, so, yes, no, so they're, all they're all queer. They're all queer. It's it's fine. No, but I I agree, Ellie, and I think because it's so telling to me that honestly, plot plot wise, right? Like not like just overall in the movie, but specifically plot wise, the Roombas were the best part of the plot of this movie. <laughs> and Walgreens. And like and and that just to me yeah, it feels like they kind of dialed it in a little bit on on the you know plot of it. Like I agree, there was time. Like there was time. You could have you could have added a little bit more of their story, especially because the first movie was so much about like the protagonist, and it felt like this one was not. You know, like Becca is the protagonist of this movie, and I feel like you learn almost nothing about her. <laughs> Zero facts shared about this person. I mean, you know, you know that she has an ex-girlfriend, Cassie. That's always sure. Fun. Yes, that's about it. And like, fair, fair. That might be enough for us, the gays. But <laughs> you know, still, it's, still. Hey, yeah, that's enough for me. Well, not really, but <laughs> she's okay gay, and she's a witch. Both of those things, pretty awesome. And she's a Libra. <laughs> the amount of times you brought up astrology today is twice. I'm pretty into it. So <laughs> come on. Listen. Listen to what the universe is trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. Just don't. <laughs> okay, wait, I lied. Sorry. I have one other complaint about this movie before we get into okay, how Let's gay go. Let's go. before we get into how gay our trio is. My one other complaint is how do you cast Hannah Waddingham and you don't even have her sing? Rude. That's all. Wait, I'm sorry. I mean who's Hannah Waddingham? The witch. Oh, here. the witch. The oh, oh my god! I'm so sorry. I know her. The mother witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mother witch. Mother- from Ted Lasso, from the West End. How do you cast her and you don't have her sing anything in a movie like this? Come on. So what? You wish they did like um, a quartet? Like yeah, give her a song. Just give her a song. That's all. Or like a credits. Like give her a credits song. Something. Mm. You know what they should have done? They should have had her come to. Freaking Izzy and Becca after they lit the candle, brothers and sisters come back in because it's like she's warning them, like, "Hey, like, look, these, these girls are bad news." Had her sing a song, boom, they go back to you know whatever, and then the Sanderson sisters find them. Yes, give me that. That's all I'm saying. Okay, that's my only one. It's a small You're complaint. Correct. I just and I have I gotta seen all over the internet, <laughs> everyone all over the internet, but is saying like, like she's there for like a scene and she never comes back it's like if you were gonna use this like I don't know I feel like there were so many missed opportunities here where like we could talk we could have had this entire movie really like be about witches and like the Sanderson sisters come back and then they realize that Becca's a witch and instead of trying to like kill Trask or whatever they like they'd start training her and now it's just like the Sanderson sisters are training this like new little coven and okay, they're like going to train the coven to keep them young. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. 
here's okay. I'm gonna segue us into like our deep dive, <laughs> our deep dive gay shit. Okay. Okay. Here's right. my segue. Here's my new headcanon for myself about the the witch mother. Because I feel like they don't explicitly say it, and I feel like you are supposed to infer from the movie that she also performed the Magikai Maxima and her coven got poofed away, right? Because that's like the only thing. She shows up, gives them a book, and she's like, don't do that spell. And they're like, where's your coven? And she's like, sadly gone. Tear disappears, right? Never see her again. So my new headcanon is she did the Magikai Maxima spell, which means she is now an all-powerful witch. And the fact that you don't ever see her again, to me, means that she is taking all of her powers and she is like on a beach somewhere living her best gay life. <laughs> and <laughs> Bringing it all back. <laughs> and so who else should have been gay other than obviously the very gay witch mother? That's what I want to know. <laughs> So right. And so she's also just like turning little lesbians into witches. Yes. Yes. Wow. Little lesbian witches. That's okay. Well, listen, if if you haven't listened to the podcast, Mia, we have done a number of episodes about things that in film tend to be stand-ins for homosexuality, sexual orientation. So like magic being a witch. These are just like, these are Hollywood ways <laughs> of being gay. <laughs> of being gay. Exactly. This is how Hollywood tells you a character is gay without telling you a character is gay, right? Is they're like, she's a witch. And you're like, I get it. Yes. Sure. She's got a black cat. She's into, sure. I get it, what you're saying here. Yep. Okay. She only hangs out with women alone late at yes. night in the forest. She's what got a do? coven. She's doing spells. Like, yeah, okay, fine. We get it. We get what's happening here. So right <laughs> off the bat, like, you can't make a hocus pocus that's not gay because just by definition, witches, witches are gay. It's not our, it's, we didn't make this rule. This is just, it is what it is, Hollywood. That's why they, they cast this out. It's society. <laughs> <laughs> it's society well and okay wait can we start there too because my favorite thing about this movie and and maybe this is just um me and you know other movies that i love but this movie opens and we open with that like flashback salem scene and i was like cool we open on fear street three i'm here for it like 1666 uh-huh where is where is our witches? Where's Sarah Fear? What's going on? And that's what it was. Like this, tell me that the beginning of this movie is not the third Fear Street. Yeah. Marry a man, duh. Like little, little young Winifred who is just like stomping her way through town. She's like, get out of my way, bitch. They said I gotta marry a man. And she's like, fuck that noise. Absolutely not, Reverend. And like, She's breaking plates. She is pissed as shit. She is like in her house, like throwing this little tantrum over the idea, the idea of getting married, <laughs> of marrying, of marrying this dude. Right. Like f she's like, fuck John Pritchett and the horse he rode in on. Like not a chance. Oh, my gosh. It was hilarious. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, this is I've watched it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so gay. I was like, gift stopped her from. <laughs> 
She's like, oh, little things for me? Like, okay, like, let me just chill out for a second and see what you got me. It's like, look, buddy, we got you a birthday gift. Yeah. It's like, don't fight me. She's, yeah, she's, she's ter- so mad. She's such a, like, terrifying gay. There's that one, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but there's, like, a one woman who comes out of her house, and the second she sees Winnie, she's like, that's enough for me today, and she turns around. Yeah, yeah. That's the energy every gay woman should have, honestly. She's like, oh, yeah. this lesbian's too much for me. I'm going home. He was like, all right, that's enough. It's like, <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. I was like, oh, my goodness. You did not have to do that to her. No. What do we think about the other two Sanderson sisters in this, like, in general? Like, do we think they're also gay or that Winnie's, like, the gay Sanderson sister and the other two are just, like... I mean, I feel like Sarah and Billy, like, had an actual thing, right, that we sort of find out about. Actual thing. And it's like, okay, we understand you. Poof, on the other side. But I feel like, I don't know. No, I think they're both straight. I think Winnie's the only one that's gay. Well, and also, like, I feel like her relationship with Billy, the, the more, I don't, like, they don't really explore it that much. But, like, the more she literally is like, Billy, you were my lover. And he's like, we kissed once. Once. Yeah, Billy's a beard. Billy's a beard, uh, for sure. Is, yeah. She's definitely, she's definitely the only gay one. Yeah, Billy's, Billy's like, we kissed once, you immediately threw up afterwards and then ran away. Like, what, what are we doing here? (laughs) That is the lesbian in her. We kissed one time. And now look at us. We're lovers for the rest of your life till death do, well, really didn't die, but hey. That's yeah. that's just some 1620s like repressed sexuality speaking, Winnie. Okay. You just you gotta let Billy go. She's like, I will keep my male lover alive for three hundred years <laughs> to prove to you how straight I am. She's like, This is my lover, Billy Butcherton. And he's like, Literally, you kissed me and then murdered me. Like, what are we? I hadn't even thought about that until today. And I'm like, wow, Billy is the biggest beard. Yes. Like, and also the fact that she can be like, okay, that's like, I feel like it's like the equivalent to of like her being like, oh, I have a boyfriend. So like any guy who even tries with her, she's just like, oh, no, I have a boyfriend. Like, I can't do anything with you. And it's like your boyfriend literally is dead. And also, yeah, Billy's, him Billy's in a grave being like, I don't even go here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even go here. I don't even know who she is. <laughs> and she's like, she's she sews his mouth shut. So she's the only one who can tell the story. Yes. Gay. Gay behavior. Very gay behavior. Insane. Very. Winnie is the queen of the gays. Yeah, she is. That's why Becca was in green the whole movie. Well, and, and, well, so true, so true. <laughs> and look at how happy she is the second, because she's like, she's like, you're going to make me marry a man? Stomp, 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 smash, smash, smash. I'm going to run away to the woods. <gasps> a beautiful woman. I live here now. <laughs> I mean, she literally is like, hot older, hot older lesbian. Yeah. I am. I'm never Mommy, sorry. This spot. Mommy, yeah, yeah. sorry. Mommy. <laughs> like, Winifred the original simp what yep like you told me not to do that spell I won't do that spell okay (laughs) sign me up I mean don't (laughs) really incredible I mean this is just like this is just from the Salem scene so anything (laughs) we're gonna be here for a long time anything else that happened in our Salem I mean I also feel like 
just on a like more serious note or like historical note, the Salem witch trials in general, like a lot of lesbians were killed in the Salem witch trials. Like that's a legitimate thing that like if a woman stepped out of line in any sort of way, like was gay, was like unmarried, like they were a witch. A woman like put a pair of pants on and they're like, we're burning you. It's okay. It's fine. So I feel like I I mentioned I feel like I mentioned that like constantly when we're talking about witches because I just feel like it's like the most damning evidence of like witches were legitimately gay historically. And here we are. That's all. Here we are. That's all. We are the Um, descendants of witches. I don't think I have anything more to say on the Salem (laughs) storyline or the, the, you know, the the prequel. Yes, the flashback storyline. I just feel like it bears it. You know, it's worth mentioning some of the very. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Gay behavior exhibited by one Winifred Sanderson, that's all. We appreciate that. Okay, so, but then, okay, so then, then we, we jump to the modern day. Yeah, we jump to modern times and we immediately meet three gays. Yeah, it's like, okay next <laughs> like three gays i'm sorry we have bet yeah like like you keep saying becca shows up in the fucking striped tee the green hoodie the puffy vest over it and i'm like oh you stole my look like <laughs> what are we doing here i'm just like you really stole what i wear almost on a daily basis and i was like something's not adding up so are Someone. you are you wearing a becca costume or is becca wearing a mia costume Becca's definitely wearing me a costume. Just saying. <laughs> nice. Nice. The world will say otherwise, but I say Becca's definitely wearing a Mia costume, and I appreciate her for that. Just put my name on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you trademark that. Thank you. But yes, I mean, we have like the most intense female friendship to start, which we talked about before, right? 
this is like they're turning 16, which I feel like 16 is the time where like if you someone's what? Yeah, someone's if or like you realize something about yourself. Like even if you're like okay, I'm going to repress this shit for a while. Like I don't know who would do that, but you know, some Tell people us do. more, Ellie. Tell yeah, us that's more. That's just my that's me. But either you repress that shit and you just keep having sleepovers with your best friends and act like you're straight. And taking them to prom, you know. And yeah, yeah, just like normal shit that straight people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but <laughs> flashbacks are happening for me. Um, <laughs> or or like like others of us, you come out at 16, whatever. It's fine. Every, everyone's on a different journey, but, for, but the journeys we have for all of our protagonists, right? It, what I see is Becca... And Cassie were dating. Becca came out. Like, in my retelling of this, like, Becca's for sure already out. Like, no, everyone knows Becca's gay. Mm -hmm. It's not a surprise. And then I feel like Izzy, I feel like Izzy's also out. I feel like they're both out, and that's why they stay together. And Cassie's like, oh, once they came out, she's like, oh, shit, I I gotta get away from these lesbians and, like, find the most, the most, like, cookie cutter man to date. Oh, he's terrible. Does he, he was even, terrible. Does he have a name? What's his name? Mike. Oh, I was going to say Max. <laughs> That's close. That's close. That's close, it's enough. close enough for as much as we care about the men in these movies. Close enough. Um, Sure. Max. Max is fine. He's he's at what do they call right? The Sanderson sisters literally are like, oh, the village idiot. Yes. What they say? They said something. Who's going to take us to this man besides the village idiot? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty funny. And you know, who dates the village idiot? Someone who needs a beard. Who else have we seen in this movie who dated the village idiot because they were in desperate need of a beard? Hmm. Winifred. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. I mean, hey. I can see I can see Izzy being out. I can see Becca being out. Cassie is like, oh, I can't really come out. Like, and I think I think it's more because her family is in the like the limelight and her dad's like the mayor of the town. So it's like they have this perfect cookie cutter family and they're just going to have that one lesbian child. No. So I think it's just like, it's like, I can't, I want to, but I can't. So I'm going to find somebody. And then we see Mike come in and it's just like, why that one? Why not the one dressed up like a vampire? Like why (laughs) you had to pick this one? Like, I guess because, you know, it would make him popular and, I think because he had so many friends and like people to be around that she didn't just have to be around him by herself. I'm speaking maybe from experience that I would always choose the popular guy to be around because they would always be somewhere else or with somebody else. And I didn't have to be like by myself with them. That tracks. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Well, and it it makes a lot of sense for Cassie to be that character in this movie, too, because of her dad, right? Like, we have this whole, he is clearly, like, shutting some shit down, right? He's like, you can't have a party. You can't have two girlfriends. This is not allowed. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's a rules dad. Fine. Okay. We get it. Yep. But I also feel like he likes her girlfriends. He does. He loves them. But she's not dating them. She's you're not right. dating. Them. You're right. The second they turn into girlfriend, like girlfriends, mm-hmm. girlfriends, he's not happy. No, he's not happy. 
Um, so, so yeah, I just, I think we meet three gays and I think we meet them having very clearly a friend breakup. Like we have talked about the dynamics of friend breakups before Cassie walks up and it is just like immediately like an icy chill. Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> descends for sure. And they're so, God, that whole scene in the classroom where they're like, maybe she like, maybe she wants to come to our ritual. Maybe, like, maybe she's missed us too. And they're like, there's, they get so excited and then they get so crushed when they're like, oh, she's throwing a party. They're like, your dad would never let you throw a party. She's like, I didn't tell him. Ooh, ooh. Oh, and they're like, I thought we were going to all go to the woods like we used to. And then, Past the classroom scene when they actually bring the picture of her out in the woods. I'm like, gay behavior. <laughs> gay. Oh gay. Because if I don't have a box of all my freaking Polaroid pictures of my exes, then I don't know, like, what? They <laughs> literally do that. It's so funny. I forgot about that. That yes. is so gay. Why do you have that still? Like, are you hoping you guys are going to get back together? You're not over your ex yet? I mean, we see, I mean, that'll be fast forwarding, but like they, they want to be together. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, I'm just going to jump us around so much because I feel like my biggest argument for how gay these girls are and specifically how gay Becca is, (laughs) because I'm going to go ahead and say to me, Becca is the gayest of the three. (laughs) Based on nothing more than um, we know magic is a stand-in for gayness and She's the most powerful gay. It's Okay, it's not just that she's the most powerful. I want us to be very specific about examining why and when Becca's powers come out because there's three main times that I want to talk about, okay? The first time we see anything, we get this little glimmer of blue in her hand. Right. They're in the basement. It's her and Izzy. They're trying to warn Cassie. They can't get she can't get her and Izzy out. They can't get in touch with Cassie. And they're like, we're going to light this. I, I don't know, like the little I, Angelica leaves. Yeah, they're like, we're going to light this little sage pile, whatever. And you get this little thing of blue. And she's like, oh, my God, I saved the day. We can we can get out of here. OK, so to the rescue of her two girlfriends. Time number two. Okay, that we see her powers like really come out is when Cassie gets snatched by the Sanderson sisters, right? They're like in the street and they like swoop. Yeah, they do the swoopy. They grab her swoopy away and she and she like reaches her hands out and like sends that little again, like this little blue crackle, right? So, well, again, you came for her girlfriends and like them powers are rearing their heads, man. And time number three is in the woods when the Sanderson sisters are like up flying above them and they're like just raining power down like Winnie's going crazy. And she's and she like slams up that force field. Right. Yep. To protect whom I would ask her girls. Her girlfriends, that's all. I'm just saying, like, it's not just that she has powers. It's that her powers come out for, like, very specific reasons. And those reasons are always to protect her two girlfriends. Yeah, that's true. It also happened in the Walgreens. I don't think that was the salt. I think that was her powers. That was her powers. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because she was like, I mean, also a little bit the salt, though. That's crazy. I didn't think salt could do that because, like, salt can't do that. 
she like but it does when they trap them in the garage who poured the salt you know but it could be just that she made but it wasn't her it was the other two girls who poured the salt right because she's like now and then they run out with their little like choreographed dance troupe they're like all right fine i was like i think me and my best friend would have ran into each other (laughs) (laughs) at first i mean (laughs) we would have knocked each other out (laughs) on the top of your head like you have an idea of like who your coven would be in high school are they all gay now yes oh my gosh like literally almost all of them yeah for sure yeah even like the guy that we were like friends with is gay too so oh my gosh mm-hmm. we know <laughs> we know what a coven means yeah everyone knows what a coven yeah all of you out there too if you're is your coven from high school gay let us know because we know they are yeah Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they all are. <laughs> Mia's having quite the revelation right now. <laughs> I'm literally going to text Emily and be like, hey, have you realized that all of us are now like gay? Dot, dot, dot. What? I'm like, she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, we're part of the LGBTQ community, all of us, like, including yourself. And she's going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. It just makes sense. This is fun. (laughs) It just makes sense. Okay, so, but you're right. All of her powers come out when she's saving her girlfriends, of course. And they also get stronger when she's touching her girlfriends, correct? Yes. Whoa. Whoa, (laughs) Ellie. What? Whoa there. (laughs) They do. Whoa. I know it's like more, it's a wholesome way in the show, in the movie, right? They're all holding hands. All right, they're holding Do hands. Do you also audience. get gayer when you're touching your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. I mean, I'm a simp, not a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> I think the correct answer here is which, Ye- please. What? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. What? Never. All of our powers come out when we're touching our girlfriends. That's how it goes. That's it. That's my superpower. That's Being it. a lesbian. It's a great superpower to have. But yes. A lot more drama, but it's better over here. <laughs> True. How many axes did you say we're at uh, Girls in Wonderland? Four? Four. <laughs> please, please just all don't come and talk to me. Let's just talk separately. And you stay on that corner of the pool. You stay on that corner of the pool. You stay right there and I'll stay over here. We'll great. be fine. Great. It sounds right. Work. Good, good. All right, sorry, but back to back to our three girls. Okay, so powers get stronger when she's saving them or touching them. What else, Mia? What else did you notice was super gay about this film? Any other gay observations? I don't. I feel like how everybody was dressed. I pay attention to clothing. You can like tell, like even with Gilbert, you're just like, you might be gay too, and that's why the whole thing when they were like, you're a virgin. He was like, yeah, I couldn't light that candle. And I wanted to be like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. But how everybody was dressed, like flannels, like they were layering a lot of clothing. Like it was just like, okay, I understand it's fall, but it's, it's not that cold outside. Like it's just now, like the leaves are just now falling out of the sky. Like. I I love that you're bringing up Gilbert because I agree and I like immediately I was like that is a real nice sweater for a straight man. 
like and real nice is it just me or was there like some sparks flying between him and billy yeah there were him and billy were having a bro bands within quotation marks they loved each other and then oh, yeah. when he disappeared they were so sad he was like there goes my boyfriend like he didn't think he was gonna disappear no honey he had to go so true it was really tragic when he had to go and i do feel like there was like a an intense betrayal from when when billy found out that yes. he was helping the sanderson sisters like that was like wow like but also, sorry, this is going to be so disgusting, but like, I don't think anyone would want to kiss Billy because I was like, I was about to be like, we just made out. And I'm like, that sounds disgusting. Like his breath, his mouth has been closed for 300 years. That's not that's not OK. Listen, Ellie, <laughs> they're going to they're going to figure it out. OK, stop hating oh. on their love. I'm yeah, sorry. you don't kiss your girlfriend in the morning when she doesn't brush her teeth. Probably like that. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh? no, I would. I would. No, she's the she's the opposite. She literally would be like, go brush your teeth. And I'm like, all right, gotta go. <laughs> so that's why I was thinking, I'm Billy. I'm Billy. <laughs> I'll tell If her. I can't fart, sneeze, kiss you in the mouth without brushing my teeth, we are not really together. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell her. It's fair. It's fair. Listen, I just I, I I will say as much fun as it was to see all the Sanderson sisters again. I also the second Billy climbs out of that grave and we were like, is this Doug Jones again? Like, that's fucking amazing. I love it. So happy. So glad to see him again. Like, what a career. What a career. I know your career was coming out of a grave twice. Well, his he's been he's literally everything. He's in everything. And yet the only thing we remember is Billy. What? What do you I'm mean just, the only I'm thing you remember? Kidding. Don't don't get me started, man. He plays the gentleman in Hush. He's the little he's the fish creature in what's the one with the what's the fishy guy? He's in everything. He's fantastic. What fishy guy? The what's the movie with the girl the and she dates the like fish creature? What movie oh, is that? Oh, The Shape of Water. The Shape of Water. He plays I've the fish guy in The it. Shape of Water. He's fantastic. It was just, it was very fun to watch him because, because that, I mean, I don't, it was one, it wasn't his first role, but I know, I mean, you know, it was like 30 years ago. Does like, he only play creatures? Yeah. He's, he's like a big, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, he is like, he's a very like body actor. Mm. So it was just fun. I enjoyed getting to watch everyone come back. That's all I'm saying. Um, And not also I, not I do though. ship. Wait. I ship Billy and Gilbert, whether or not you will. I'll still ship them. Who were you? Who were you the most disappointed didn't come back though? Because some people didn't come back. I don't know if those people didn't need to come back. What I what what I thought was going to happen is that the kids from the first movie were going to have children, and their children were going to bring back the Sanderson sisters, and they were going to realize, mm. oh shit, why'd you bring back these crazy witches? And that was how I thought the storyline was going to go. I didn't think we were going to bring in a whole new tribe of people. And then I, that is where I feel like everybody was able to come back. But the fact that they started a whole new storyline 30 years later, it kind of makes sense that not everybody came back. Yeah. What about who were you hoping to see, Ellie? Allison, my girl. <laughs> That's it. True. 
true, true. Well, and also, well, I don't do you did you know that there's a book, Mia? There's a Hocus Pocus 2 book. It was No. So there's a book and the book literally tells the story you're saying where Max and Allison have have a daughter. Her name is Poppy and she brings back the Sanderson sisters and falls in love with the popular girl at school, Isabella. It's a lesbian novel. This is like legit. But now I feel like I have to read it. Yes. I haven't read it. I haven't read it to be I honest, can't believe but they I just had know a the book that- about it. Like they had a book that was gay and they still didn't go gay. It's just it's that's a what pisses. That's what's like. Come on, you literally. It's a Disney sanctioned book. Like they wrote the book, right? Like Disney has its stamp on it. It's like uh, from Bring It On, where she's like, "I gave you the routine. Yes, this is what you needed to win nationals." Exactly. <laughs> and they just didn't. We gave they gave us the blueprint, and then Disney was like, yeah. "No, rude, so rude." Rude. So rude. But um, okay, I have a I have a few more gay notes. Okay, great. Gay notes that I need to bring up. Um, I, I have two for uh Izzy that I just think should be said because mm-hmm. I just I have two two quotes that I wrote down from Izzy that just stood out to me. One of them is when they first summon the Sanderson sisters and they're like, "What is happening?" And she goes, "I don't know, but I literally cannot stop watching them." Yeah, that's a gay move to be staring at the Sanderson sisters. Yeah, yeah. Gay. She's like, we summoned some witches and I cannot look away. Stop watching them. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty. All right. Okay, Izzy. You there. And then there's also this moment later on when uh, when they're trying to, I can't remember if it's like before, I can't remember if it's when they're trying to get to Cassie's house or when they're trying to like after Cassie gets swooped away. But there's just this moment. Uh, it must be before because I think it's when they see like the the crowd of people like, uh, you know, like dance step in their way <laughs> through, through Salem. Classic. And yeah, classic. And uh, and there's just this moment where they're like, should we? And then they're like, no, Cassie. And they have to like get their heads back in the game. And they're like, should we do something about? No, our girlfriend. And I'm like, gay energy, you two gay moves right here also like yeah. speaking of outfits this is not for izzy but cassie's outfit at the end she's wearing a tie-dye shirt with a sweatshirt on top i was reading that it's like a callback to max's outfit mm. yeah but i also was like okay but you put it on a girl and she looks gay as fucking it again i have on a sweatshirt and a flannel with a t-shirt underneath of it like i'm gonna like trademark this look or something wait also (laughs) sorry if we're gonna get in the clothes kick on cassie um so cassie so they're at this party right they're at like a halloween party so it's clearly like a costume party and her boyfriend the village idiot comes to a costume party in his football uniform uniform. and i just want to say that like the gay energy it takes to be a 16 year old girl whose boyfriend is coming dressed as a football player and you choose not to go as a cheerleader but as the referee (laughs) like girl come on like literally you could have went as the cheerleader yeah or the the referee and i'm like that is some gay shit right there that's gay Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You sit there and you're just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I see what you did there. And one last thing, Ellie, while you're talking about like, oh, it's supposed to be a call out to Max, but you put it on 
a girl. So we're talking about like, oh, appropriating male things. I just think it's funny that the whole, they have this like running gag where they can't remember Becca's name and the name they choose for her instead is Edward. (laughs) 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 Like, I just, I don't know why it just kept making me laugh that they're like, who are you, Edward? (laughs) Ridiculous. What else is gay about this before we go into our, which characters are we shipping? That was, that taps out my notes. That's what I've got. That's really it. I think. Gil- like the Gilbert because his sw- his clothing is just really nice you know I don't feel like Cassie's dad is anything we don't really see the mom except for on that billboard it's just like those three girls they're gay and you should have just made them gay mm-hmm. yeah there's there's zero parents other than the mayor yeah, like, where's everybody? Do you think they just, where? like, didn't want to pay for adult actors? Like, okay, but, okay, they might not have wanted to pay for adult actors, but Izzy, do you know, she is really, like, 26 years old. Is she really? <laughs> I love that for her. I looked it up, because I was like, this girl looks a lot older than I think she is. She's 26. Amazing. Whoa. They love to, what about Becca? 19. They're, like, around there, but I was like, 26? I was like, I could have been in this movie. You could have. <laughs> Listen, I think time. I can still play high school on a good day. I can play I can play 16. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can definitely play Hollywood high school. Like, they just keep... Yeah. What's, yeah, dude. Um, oh, my God. I forgot her name. That one girl from High School Musical, she was like 36 playing a high schooler. There's <laughs> hope for me, Ellie. I've got one more year. Let's do it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Let's do it. Insane. All right, so let's let's move on to which characters we are shipping. I mean, it's pretty clear who we're shipping, but let's talk about it and their ship name. So, Becca, Izzy, and Cassie. Do we want to only do one thruple ship name? Are we going to do like? Oh yes, please. Multiple pairings of the three of them. I'm only interested. You know me in a thruple, Ellie. All right. I only care about the thruple. We only care about the thruple. They're very similar names. I'm going to go with Bacazzi. Okay. Okay. A? Bacazzi. That's, I think that's better than my, what I was about to say out loud, which was Izekasi. <laughs> but mine was like going off that and I was like, is Bexy. Yeah. Oh, I like his Bexy better too. See? Bexy's cute. All right. What about Billy and Gilbert? Gilly. Gilly. Bilbert? Or Bilbert. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Gilby. Gilby. Oh, Gilby's cute. I kind of like Bilbert, though. Gilby. Gilby's it, though. Yeah, like, I like it. Like, oh, it's Gilby. I like them together. I do. I do like them together. I can't help it. I was like, I can't it. help it. Who else? Anyone else that we missed? What about what about Winnie? Like, we need, who's her love interest? Which mother, mother witch? What? Yeah. Mi- yeah. Right? So what's Winnie and mother witch together? Well, Is Mother it- Witch doesn't even get a name. <laughs> yeah, Mother Winnie. Mother Winnie? Winnie Mother? Yeah. Mother Winnie. I'm here for that. Mommy Winnie. Okay, got it. <laughs> Mommy Winnie. <gasps> I cannot. Incredible. Wow. Wimmy. 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 Okay, I'm here for it. I'll do it. Yeah. There's one other thing I wanted to say that I forgot about, which is we need to talk about the drag queens. Oh, in Hocus yes. Pocus too. The fact that 
I do like that they <clears throat> called out the fact that like how many drag queens are have been the Sanderson sisters in the past thirty years? So many. The cross dressing, yeah, and this whole thing, and, and I was that like, they lost the con the contest. Yes, I was like, Ooh, they're really them though. Like, how do you lose being yourself? Incredible, isn't there? Like, there's like this viral video where Adele lost a an Adele lookalike cost cost um, contest too. I think she's like sitting there and they're like no you don't look like her at all <laughs> nice <laughs> but yes they did have some gay i'll give it to them at least you put a few drag queens in hocus pocus too for us but like not enough not enough not enough i wanted them to break out in song with them like at the end like i wanted them to sing and dance with them yeah have a lip sync battle with the drag queens and yes the Sanderson sisters. that would have been amazing a few death <sighs> drops instead of saying Oh, we're choosing them. No, it should have went. They should have had a lip sync battle. And then the Sanderson sisters should have really been singing. Yes. Why did they not have a sing off? That would have also made more sense. Like, and then Hannah Waddingham shows up as the judge and also starts singing. Listen, Hocus Pocus 3. We can make this happen. I do feel like if there's a Hocus Pocus 3, I think that the witch mother is going to bring them back featured. Yeah. Yeah. It brings them back. She's all yeah. powerful. That's all yeah. I'm saying. But I think we can agree. Hocus Pocus 2 should have been, been gay. Should have. Should have been gay. Probably is. Definitely. All right. So you ready for our Q and gay? We're going to ask you a few multiple choice questions. You ready? Q. 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 And. Gay. Question number one for you, Mia. Which movie is gayer? A. Hocus Pocus or B. Hocus Pocus 2? B, Hocus Pocus 2. Good answer, good answer. Okay, question two. Which Sanderson sister are you out of A, Winnie, B, Sarah, or C, Mary? A, Winnie. Alternate choices. A, Winnie, or those other two? (laughs) Or the other two. The other two that were there, but not there. Horrible. Ugh, I do. I love Sarah and Mary. All right. That's also like, I feel like that's like a, a very telling question is like which Sanderson sister are you? It's like almost like ask if like you ask someone what their like house is in Harry Potter. Slytherin. Yeah, that that tracks. Winnie and Sly- Winnie's definitely a Slytherin. For sure. <laughs> Winnie is for sure a Slytherin. All right, question number 3. What's your favorite callback in Hocus Pocus 2? A, the black flame candle, B, the broom buzz. See the Sanderson sister walk or D one way or another. So like musical montage. What's your favorite thing that happened in both movies? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. I would have to say the Broombas because my Broomba has, you know, a mind of his own and he will, he literally doesn't like mess. So nice. I can put support and he'll find it. Does your, does your Roomba have a name? I call him Sharky. And for Halloween, I think I'm going to put a little shark fin on him when I have my Halloween party here. And I ordered my lizard dragon wings. Amazing. So look out for my Daenerys Targaryen costume. Nice. (laughs) Amazing. Question number four. Who is the bigger beard out of A, Billy Butcherson, or B, Mike? A, Billy. I mean, Billy has been a beard for like 500 years. Yeah. It's a long time to be a beard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. Question number five. Our final question. And the most important. 
Would you want Mother Witch to step on you? A, yes. B, anytime. Or C, fuck yes. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like how I got asked the prom. Like, (laughs) there's no option for no. (laughs) B. B, anytime. Anytime. Okay, great. Good answer. Oh my God. So true. The guy, he was like strip teasing down the hallway. And then on his chest, he wrote prom. Yes, yes, or fuck yes. And I was like, should I write? And no, I really don't want to go with you or just check yes and figure this out later. Because he does, he's already taken off his clothes. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So wait, did you say yes? And then later you were like, actually, no. No, I ended up going with him. Ugh. The patriarchy. I was like, I was like, you can't do that to that poor boy. Yes, I can. <laughs> like, she's like, that was not nice. I was like, oh, he'll be fine. But I made a redhead wear yellow to prom. Ooh. So rough, rough, not okay. <laughs> Sean, if you're listening, I am so sorry. <laughs> We're sorry to you, Sean. Yeah, I'm sure Sean We're is an avid Let's hang out, listener. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mia, what a joy. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yes, I will love to do it anytime. Thank you guys. Tell yes. our listeners where can they find you on all the socials, on everything? On everything. On Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, on Facebook. You can find me at underscore Mia Imani. M I A E M A N I. That's where you can find me. It's on everything. It's plastered on everything. It's even on the back of my car. So if you see me, honk. (laughs) Nice. Incredible. And you can follow all of Mia's lesbian shit. I found out that Mia was a lesbian from following her on socials. So it was one of the best decisions of my life. So do it. Yes, it was. (laughs) I lost. I'm not even going to lie. I lost 400 followers since I came out as a lesbian. What? (gasps) Hate crime. I went from like 20.5, almost 20.6 to now 20.1. <gasps> Hate crime. Men. Men are a little salty. That's okay. The lesbians will come for you. Yeah. It's okay. If they're, if they're coming. I'm watching. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. I had fun. And I can't wait to hear this back because we're oh, funny. Be <laughs> we are. Let me hear you say hip, 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 We love hearing from you and building community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And today, in today's episode of Ellie Fucked It Up Again. <laughs> Ellie's on a roll. Listen. <laughs> I'm really doing great. All right, everyone. I have undiagnosed ADHD and I just do things really quickly and don't think about them. All right. That's my that's my spiel. But I was not thinking at all. Clearly did not uh, do any additional research. I totally thought that Elizabeth Mitchell, who plays the mom in First Kill, was Kelly Rutherford, who plays Serena's mom in Gossip Girl. And I have been acting on this assumption since I started watching First Kill. So I'm so sorry. To all of the Elizabeth Mitchell fans out there, I will say that they're both beautiful. So like, you know, good for good confusion. But I understand 
that their acting careers have been very different. And Elizabeth Mitchell was on Lost, which I also didn't watch. So I'm sorry, but Mm. that is, I was a big Gossip Girl girl. And I really thought I was watching that same actress for literally 10 episodes. So it happens. It happens. Sorry about that to everyone. Now I know which blonde woman is which blonde woman. And I will know moving forward. There you go. We also, we w- just want to take an opportunity because we've had a couple of videos, you know, getting some some comments on TikTok and uh, and it just Mostly makes us correct, happy. either correcting me, but this one's Yes, better. yes. Many of them correcting Ellie's mistakes. <laughs> um, also, some of them agreeing with us every now and then. Uh, and so, you know, we just want to say thank you to all the people who are finding our TikTok and maybe finding the podcast through there. And especially everyone who's commenting on our Rosoli and Isles should have been gay TikTok because listen, we have like over a hundred comments, like 120 something comments on there right now of of people losing their minds about Rosoli and Isles. Agreed. And like you're all correct. Correct. Yes. Um so I'm gonna let Ellie, I'm gonna let you read this because I know you picked this out. It was your favorite comment. This just cracked me up because my mom would do this. So Spoonful of Time on TikTok wrote this comment. My mom, who is blind to any tension, watched this with me and said, They're a cute couple, then got mad when I told her they weren't. Sorry, mom. So you're experiencing what lesbians have experienced since the beginning of time with these queer baiting shows. Also, to everyone who has been commenting with your should have been gay suggestions, some of them we've covered before. Some of them are new to us. So this is also exciting because now we have even more should have been gay suggestions on our TikTok. So keep them coming. And of course, we want to thank our lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Tanya Ferguson, Jacqueline Rose Nishino, Sarah and Julia, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, A.D. Benitez, Fiona W., and our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Julia Gonzalez, Leah Hendley, and Andrea Doucette. Thank you all so much. We could not make the show without you. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Less Hangout Pod. You can email us at lesshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at lesshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. We also are posting videos on our YouTube channel, so you can subscribe at youtube.com slash lesshangoutpod to catch those. Less Hangout is an independently produced show hosted by us with audio production by myself. Our production assistant is Kristen Murison and Twitter shenanigans by Lee Holmes Foster. If you'd like to support our little independent team, there are so many ways that you can help the podcast. The first is to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts app or on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. That way it helps new people find the show. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do that at bit.ly slash lesspatreon. That also means you get all kinds of patron-only perks, including bonus episodes, ad-free episodes, and our Patreon-only Discord chat and Lessentials watch parties for all of our Lessentials. If you want to get some Less Hangout merch, you can find all of our designs and our tea public, and you can get them on tank tops, on t-shirts, on tote bags, on sweatshirts, on all sorts of stuff. You can find all of those at bit.ly slash lesshop. And remember, we have a queer production company making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings that you can find everywhere at Dollar Bean Prod. You can also check out our website, dollarbeanproductions.com. You can also listen to all the episodes of our first show, The Flame, on any podcasting app. And if you want to help support us specifically making more musicals, you can join our Patreon just for Dollar Bean Productions. You can find it at bit.ly slash Dollar Bean Patreon. If you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Bridget on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out, out.